0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtag #basketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. We are continuing our preseason question series, so let's get right into it. My next question in our long-winded question series here during the preseason I like this question as well. This is a good question from our good friend Tyler. What are you – well, let me let me rephrase it because I, I, like, I, like, I like to think about it like this. How, how
1: early do you think it is acceptable to draft Jordan Poole? It's a good question because we don't really know what Jordan Poole is going to do. And Jordan Poole averaged 20 points a game last year. Do you know how many minutes per game he averaged?
0: I think he was, he was, it was not a lot. It was under 30, wasn't
1: it? It was exactly 30. So he averaged 20.4 points in 30 minutes per game. Uh, you got to feel like he's going to play 35. I mean, he's the Wizards' best player, right? Like their number one scorer. I mean, maybe Kuzma's, maybe Kuzma's better. You know what I mean? Like better actual player, but like he's probably their best scorer. So, you know, I mean, what was the lowest scoring total on, for any team last year? Uh, probably over 100. That's what I mean. And so, like, he's going to get the line share of that. Like, even the Spurs, right? Like, do you know who the leading sc- scorer on the Spurs was last year, Mike? Play a fun game. Oh,
0: my God. That's a horrible question. Uh, man. Who would be the leading scorer on the San
1: Antonio Spurs? My guess would be Keldon Johnson. It was Keldon Johnson. Do you know how many points Kelden Johnson averaged? Uh. 18 points 22 a game so so pool is gonna average more points he's not gonna be the lowest leading scorer on a team i'm gonna guess i'm guessing he's probably gonna get you 25 maybe even 30 points question is what else can the dude do can he do enough to be a top 50 player even scoring 25 points a game that's i'm not sure
0: this is a fun one because he's 24 he's super young Wizards are bad. um They are going to, I think, allow. You're saying Jordan Pool? They're definitely going to play in minutes. They're going to allow him to just shoot as much as humanly possible. Jordan Pool is not the worst playmaker. He's actually pretty decent. He's a pretty decent playmaker. This is an opportunity for him to be like, "Hey, I'm go-. now." This is this is where we get into questionable territory. This could be an opportunity for him to say, you know what, I'm a way better player than people give me credit for. I'm not just a chucker. Mm, we'll see about that. But maybe he gets in his, it gets into his head. Hey, I can lead this entire team. I can be an all-star. I can get a shoe deal. I can do this. I can do that. By being a more well-rounded player and being a shooting first point guard. If this is go up, now, granted, the rest of this team is not good, so I don't know how his assists are going to go up, Of minutes played will help. He averaged four and a half assists a game last season. If he can get his rebounds up a little bit, if he can get his assists up a little bit, maybe with the playing time, if he gets that steals closer to one, and he's scoring 28 a game, that's a pretty, that's a really good fantasy player that i don't think a lot of people have in their top 50 is that a top 50 player? i mean it might be a top 50 player if all those things align Is it a top 50 player if he can shoot over 40 percent? i think he can but that's a lot of ifs tyler that's a
1: lot of ifs so i will tell you that he was the 40th ranked player last year now a lot of that was in totals because he played 82 games right if you look at per game he was the 83rd ranked player So, there's that. Uh, If you look at his per-36 numbers, though, I mean, that's a guy I'd run on my team. 24.5 points, 5.4 assists, 3.3 rebounds, uh, .9 steals, 3.13s. Percentages are what they are. They're probably going to get worse instead of better. But the free throws are going to be good. Um, It's a decent player, right? And you're only talking about more opportunities to shoot and score in Washington than less, you know what I mean, especially going from Golden State or they have, you know, three Hall of Famers. Um, I think Poole is going to be a top 50 player, but not what I'm excited to draft, because I think he's going to shoot, like,
0: 40%. Yes. I think he's going to be a really good player to reach for in the fifth round if he fits your build. you know, by the time you get to that fifth round, you kind of know what your team needs. He's going to be one of the few, if not the only player you can get outside the top fifty who's going to average more than twenty-five points a game, I'd imagine. I ended up getting Jordan Poole in an industry mock draft in the sixth round. And I like I like Jordan Poole in the sixth round for sure. I think I would even take him in the fifth round. Simply because I think his upside's a little is a little better than people are giving his upside credit for. His free throw percentage is really also really, really nice. If he can get to the line a little like just a little bit more, he got to the line about five times a game. Five five attempts a game, not five times a game, but five attempts last season. That is his I think career high, if I'm if I'm looking at this correctly. It's also what the most menace he's played as well, but can get to the line. Or shoot seven free throws a game get a few extra points and that free throw percentage i, I talk about a lot a lot of people don't give a shit about free throw percentage a lot of people don't give a shit about percentages at all but, but i think you i don't think you can punt both percentages i don't think you should punt both percentages how about that jordan pool is going to fit a punt field goal mold so well that getting him in the fifth and sixth round is going to give you such a boost in that particular space and he's going to bump your free throw percentage up pretty well because I think he's going to get to the line more.
1: I don't know that you're going to get him there, though. In the sense, like, isn't this the the cookie-cutter guy that most industry experts go like, yeah, this is the sleeper, go get him, go get him. And then by the draft, he's like going in the third round. And you're going like, don't pick Jordan Poole in the third round. He can't get you a steal or a block. How the hell is that going to help you?
0: Well, you're going to have to join us for our future uh, Who Do I Draft series and mock draft uh, rankings that we do closer to the season to see if we completely switch the narrative on Jordan Poole. Because right now, I feel like he's overlooked. I feel like he's an incomplete player. Going into a good situation, that a lot of people are overlooking. You are probably on the nose that a lot of people are going to do the analysis that we're currently doing right now and go, Shit, I like Jordan Poole. Shit, he could have more assists per game. Shit, he could have more rebounds per game. Oh, if he gets over three three pointers game, ooh, maybe close to three and a half three pointers game, I'm going to talk myself into that. All of a sudden, yeah, you're right. You are looking at a third-round player that both of us are turning our nose up to and going, do not fucking pick Jordan Poole in the third round. Shit, I don't think you should pick Jordan Poole in the fourth round. So we're right now on that cusp of, right now he's a value, tomorrow he might not be. But I think that's good to know. I think if you're listening right now and you're thinking about Jordan Poole and you hadn't been thinking about Jordan Poole, you should. Our next question in our preseason, burning questions. I've got to work on a title for this, Tyler. It's been multiple episodes. I do not have a title for what we're doing. Burning burning questions of the hottest preseason known to man. That's pretty good. Our next question in the hottest series, in the hottest town, in the hottest summer of all time, on the hottest podcast is... Are we about to get the coveted, the elusive, the legendary point, Devin Booker? Is this this is this the season Devin Booker turns into the point god, becomes potentially, uh, you know, what I'm going to say it
1: potentially a first round caliber player? Not if you listen to the Suns. They'll, they'll tell you that Bradley Beale's the point guard. They've already told us that. Bradley Beale's the point guard on the team, according man, to the come Suns. On, man. You believe that shit, though? Not at all. I think Devin Booker is the best playmaker on the team by far. I think Devin Booker is maybe the best player on the team right now, which is crazy. Yeah. And I also think that Devin Booker has an incredibly high ceiling in pretty much you know, in five different ways, right? Because Rant and Beal are going to allow him to shoot really good percentages because he's going to get a ton of open looks. He could average like six and a half, seven assists a game. He could average like five rebounds a game because they've got DeAndre Ayton and then no other big man. So he's going to need need to get a lot of rebounds in some of those games if Ayton's out, if, you know, they're going to play bull-bull, I guess. Some, I mean, that, that'll be an experience. Um, uh, that, that, feels, that feels like a, a bad omen. Here's the other thing, too. Now, Beal and Durant have both not been healthy in the last couple of years, three, four, five. Like, they've not played that many games. Now, Booker only played 53 last year, but he's been pretty healthy other than that. If Booker's playing 70 games and those two are only playing 55, there could be some real big Devin Booker games where it's basically just him trying to win the game by himself, scoring 50, 60, 70 points.
0: And he can. He can do that. Actually, we've already seen him do that, right? other thing that I love about this situation of Devin Booker, getting out of the shadow of Chris Paul's slow-paced, methodical game, is that he is capable of putting up those double-digit assist games even when Chris Paul was there, right? And now you're giving him an opportunity to be... The point guard and I, 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 agree with you. He's easily the best playmaker on this team. Maybe it doesn't start out that quick. Maybe they really do try to give Bradley Beal the ball, which would be a mistake. But I think it will revert pretty quickly. Devin Booker being the playmaker here. The season before Chris Paul joined the team, and God, let's let's do the math. Twenty-five. Uh, he was like twenty-three years old. 23, 24 years old, Devin Booker averaged six and a half assists a game. He's a better player now. He's a better scorer now. He has consistently kept his rebounds up. He's gotten his steals around one, which is fantastic. His percentages, even at volume, that's that's a big one, at volume, his percentages, both free throw and field goal, have stayed consistently high and consistently good. He is going to be 27 years old this season. We are entering, not already in, we are entering Devin Booker prime season. These will be his finest seasons. And now you're giving him the ball. You're giving him the point guard um, caliber. Methodology. No, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm saying. You're going to let him be the point guard, right? Like, if the Suns fuck this up, they fuck it up. And I don't think they can afford to fuck it up because they kind of didn't uh, win anything in the last few seasons. Devin Booker's going to have an absolutely stellar season. I'm not sure that makes him a first-round player, though.
1: Well, let me, let me give you this case. Uh, you remember that LeBron season where he had that really great year, and it was kind of out of nowhere, and he was like back in the top 5, 10? I don't even know how high he climbed that year, uh, where yeah. he got like 10, 10.2 assists. Who was the coach of that team?
0: Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, the guy who used to coach the Pacers.
1: Frank Vogel. And who is the Suns coach right now?
0: Mm, that's a good question. The guy who used to coach the Pacers.
1: Frank Vogel. And I'm not saying he can do what LeBron did in that year, but what I am saying is Frank Vogel found a way to get LeBron up from 8 assists to 10. So can he get Booker from five and a half assists to eight? I think maybe.
0: I think more than maybe. Because I don't think they have a choice, quite frankly. This is Devin Booker's team. No KD's on it. Certainly isn't Bradley Beal's team. No no offense to Bradley Beal, but you, you get your shit together. KD is old. He's bit of fight injuries. This is... Devin Booker's team, he's been on it for, obviously, a very long time. And now, you know, kind of Chris Paul's out of the way. Devin Booker's going to go ham this season. I would consider taking Devin Booker on the turn. 12-13, I know those, those distinctions matter to some people. They don't matter to me. I would consider taking Devin Booker on the turn this year.
1: I'm with you just in the sense that I think if the Suns are going to be a... Title contender. It's going to be Booker dragging them there, not Durant or Beal, because neither one of those two can do that during the regular season. Like they're just too old. And they can't play that many minutes. Like Booker's in his prime, he could drag the Suns there pretty much by himself, and it's an advantage that he's got those two to play off of. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to say that I'm going to pick him in the first round, um, but I do think on that turn he's definitely one of the guys I'm looking at. I think he's moved into that, like, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Paul George territory we've talked about for a long time, right? Like, he is one of those guys now. Those guys are kind of out of that territory, and he's kind of taken a spot in that territory.
0: Oh, 100%. And as we've kind of... A theme has been emerging here with these questions. This is a wide-open season. There's going to be a lot of change, a lot of changing of the guard. And right now, the first round is kind of up in the air there's gonna be a lot of new faces in the first round but because it's up in the air we don't have a good feel of who's definitely like 100% a top three player 100% a middle a middle first round player 100% a turn player I think the turn is wide open I, I think there's a lot of guys I have in my first round definitely in my first round but I have like a ton of guys who I would take on the on the turn is Dante Sabonis a guy you would take on the turn well maybe Anthony Davis, a guy I'd take on the turn? Well, maybe. Dem Booker, a guy I would take on the turn? Oh, yeah, maybe. All those guys are really good. They do really interesting things. They do have a couple of elite stats or they're more versatile than the average player. Um, Obviously, Anthony Davis is fantastic per game, and we always have to wonder how many games he will play, and that's why he kind of falls into that turn territory. That turn is wide open this—more wide open than the first round this season.
1: Yeah, and what's going to separate it for the most part is going to be this guy played 65 games, and this guy played 55, and this guy played 68, and this guy played 70. That's going to be the difference between all those players. Yeah, the only knock on Devin Booker, right, is
0: that, um, you know, he—his counting stats uh, with steals and blocks are— pretty less than desirable and surprisingly does not score a ton of threes or a guy who scores close to 30 points a game
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see how much or if any of those things change with the new coach and the new kind of squad around him and i don't expect the steals to be super high but if he can get back to like 1.1 even maybe a career high 1.2 as he enters his prime here that's going to be a big help and you know how many more threes does he shoot he made 2.7 in 2022 You know, could he he get up there to, like, three a game? Which, again, those are big jumps. But, again, we're talking about a guy who should be in his prime. So if he's going to average 30 points a game, which he could do, he's probably going to have to hit three threes. And if he gets 1.2 steals, we're talking about someone I'm pretty excited to have in my first round.
0: Yeah, they are big jumps, but they are... We're talking about a player who has the caliber to take those leaps in a new system with a new look and and kind of a new role within that system um also the guy can score man he might he might average over 30 a game this season which is something you would absolutely want considering some of the guys who are going to average over 30 or close to 30 or in the past have gotten up there in 30 might be the same guys who are sitting out more games than Devin Booker so um, it will I, I like Devin Booker a lot I think we're both a little high on Devin Booker but I think that's a good person to be high on that's it for this episode. You can catch me on Twitter at Watch the Boxes. You can catch Tyler at Tyler P Watts on Twitter. And we will see you next time.